Hello and welcome to The Strip Podcast with Kate Astle, a self-confessed coffee addict with a keen passion for sharing wisdom that inspires you to be your most raw and authentic self. In this space, we welcome our guests to strip. We ask them to peel back their layers and share with us their story, their knowledge, and their expertise on holistic well-being and healing. Welcome to The Strip. On today's episode, we welcome Leah Itzinas to Strip. Leah is a self-taught Aussie cook with a mission to help men, women and children all over the world change their view on food and health while providing healthy, homemade and easy recipes to make at home. With over 500,000 followers on Instagram, Leah is impacting the lives of many with gorgeous images and videos of her food and its preparation. On today's episode, we discuss good food, balanced living and all things comfort. Leah also speaks about her and Mitch's new venture, Solly Sleep. Hey guys, welcome back to The Strip. I'm super excited for you to listen to today's episode. Before we dive in, I wanted to quickly chat about my one-on-one and empowerment coaching sessions. Firstly, my one-on-one coaching program, Elevate with Kate. If you are feeling disconnected from your life, family, or work and are wanting to reconnect and feel inspired, elevate with Kate. Through weekly calls and Voxer support, over three months I will assist you in completely elevating your life. Head over to my website, kateastle.com, and check it out. For those not quite ready to invest in one-on-one coaching but are wanting to make a start in defining, aligning, and executing your goals, my online empowerment coaching series is for you. This will consist of five one-hour online sessions facilitated by myself. Over these five sessions, you will identify your values, align your intentions, set achievable goals, manifest your desires, learn mindfulness tips and tricks, and strip back to your authentic self. You can check this out under Raw Impact Events on my website. I'll also include the links in the show notes. I hope you enjoy today's episode. I do have one question for you, actually, before we start. Yeah. Can you pronounce your last name for me? Yeah, it's it's Enos. It's Enos. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I've spoken to that many people and they go to pronounce it and I've heard about five different ways. I know, it's nuts. <laughs> Yeah. We take we take what we can get. We don't we don't mind. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today, Leah, on the Strip podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. So, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and what you do now? My journey has been like a quick but also really, you know, intertwined one. I was in uni doing teaching. I stopped doing that. I went into personal training because I worked in a gym and had my own one-on-one clients. And then I started to do a little bit of cooking and recipe development on the side with uh, with my clients. And now, this is obviously very quick, um, now I am full-time recipe developing, cooking, make, creating cookbooks and doing everything online, which is really, really crazy for me. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. I follow you on Bear Guide, so I watch all the recipes and stuff that you guys put up and it looks amazing. Mm, so good. <laughs> 
Yeah. So why did you decide to create Bear Guide? We decided to create it because when I was working with my clients, as when I was a personal trainer, a lot of the stuff that was coming through was very, uh, you know, diet culture related. All the questions that were coming through were very hard for me to hear, you know, coming from a big Greek family that loves food and there was lots of like fear behind it. And I just wanted to really help my clients into healthy eating and, and a balanced approach, with which is what I've had my entire life. So I think that that kind of sparked my want to just create something that I could give to my clients or give to people who were just in that sort of rut of struggling with, you know, being having diet culture shoved in their face every two seconds. It was just nice that I could give them something that was a little bit more balanced and, and realistic and sustainable for them. So we created it because we wanted to be able to help people when it came to nutrition. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think that's so true in that like diet culture is pushed hard and fast in so many different, like it's multifaceted in the way that it hits you with social media and then even magazines. And like, I know everyone's getting more conscious of it. Which is great, which is really good. I think it's amazing for people to actually be able to recognize what is and isn't diet culture so it's really really cool to see actually yeah it's fantastic to see so how did you learn all your skills in the kitchen um funny thing is I'm actually self-taught I don't have any sort of like degree in cooking or I'm not a chef or anything like that I just came from a really big Greek family that food was definitely the centerpiece of every single event or everything that we had and I was since I was a kid I loved cooking with mom in the kitchen and it just kind of flowed on from you know, when I was young to, to now. And I, I love entertaining. I love feeding people. I love cooking. And I just think that it's been great me being able to travel when we used to be able to travel with the whole COVID thing. <laughs> it's been great to be able to travel. And I would, I would try and do it like a cooking class wherever I was in the world, just so I could learn, I, I, I like learn their culture and learn their cuisine. I just really enjoyed it. And I just think it's something that I love. So I just kind of have got my skills from practice, I guess. I also love cooking in the kitchen, self-taught, mm. and we, all our family, like we, I don't come from a Greek family, but we had quite a big family growing up with lots of cousins, and every yeah. time we would go to do anything, it would be based around food. Which is the best. I think that's the coolest thing. I think that it's just, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, an experience when that's what your family is all about. <laughs> yeah, sitting down and sharing the meal, I think it's, mm. um, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, me too. So when did you discover your passion for good food? I guess I've always loved like the home kind of home meal, home fresh food. But I think my passion for healthy, good food was definitely when I quit um, uni and became a personal trainer. I actually had to stop uni because I was really sick. So I stopped. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get to uni because I was so unwell and I had to make myself better and make myself be able to manage with food with nutrition so I really tightened up my nutrition really started learning about what was in my body and what like what, what I was putting in and how I was treating it and all that kind of stuff so I think the passion kind of sparked from seeing how amazing my life turned around and how you know good I felt from just changing my nutrition so I think that's um, definitely where the passion came from but I think it's always kind of been inside of me because I love cooking so much so I think it's definitely something that just matches with me really really well. Yeah, I love that you incorporate that in with like the personal training as well. So it's more like a holistic approach and balance, yeah. as you said before. Absolutely, yeah. What's your favorite recipe? Oh, oh gosh, I can't. I, it's that's the hardest thing. I can't choose, but I think like something just as simple. Do you have a favorite meal of the day? I love dinner time. Like I love dinner. Breakfast for me just isn't my favorite. I couldn't go without breakfast. Couldn't care that less. Lunch is the same, but 
dinner I love because I find that I get to like have like an hour to myself where I can just cook and do whatever I need to do just have some fun but I think the funny thing is that I just really like just the easy easy meals like I'm not someone who loves to and that's like why I think that it's good that I am a home cook and do some stuff online because I don't love spending hours and hours in the kitchen I love to whip up something delicious but something really easy at the same time like the other night Mitch and I my partner and I had steak some chimichurri and rice and it was the best thing I've had in like weeks <laughs> it was just a, a nothing meal but it was so yum and I was like this is what life's all about just easy quick and then like we got out the house and went for a walk so um my favorite recipe is definitely something easy but I guess if I had to pick something it would be some sort of curry or chicken pie I don't know <laughs> I have too many things I like too many things <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys eat a lot of Greek food? Yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do. But I only love it when it comes from like my grandma, because <laughs> she's the best one out of all of us. She's like an absolute well, legendary cook. But when it's when I cook it myself, I'm like, eh, could be better. Like, could be better. <laughs> she could do it better. It's hard when you've had something that's so amazing and then you try and reproduce it. Or my partner's mother makes a very delicious lemon meringue pie. Ooh. And I just haven't, I can't do it the same and I haven't tasted it anywhere where it's the same. And so I never order it anywhere else yeah. just because I know there'll be disappointment on the other side. Yeah, that's the thing. And I never eat Greek food out at a restaurant because I find that it's just all deep fried yeah. stuff. But I'm like, it's not, that's not what Greek food is. Greek food is really like slow cooked, delicious, flavorful stuff. And I'm like, that's not Greek food. Like I can't eat it out. <laughs> yeah. So what's the most bizarre dish that you've ever made? And so just before you get into this, I did see you guys eating watermelon with mustard and <laughs> there was two other cinnamon and there was something else. Yeah. There was, what was it? It was chili oil and ice cream, which by the way, wasn't that bad. I just thought who actually thought I'm going to have ice cream and I'll tub it with chili oil instead of like topping it with chocolate or something like that I reckon that was the most bizarre thing I've ever had that was a TikTok one it was yeah mustard and watermelon it wasn't actually that bad which was really weird but I wouldn't choose to put mustard on my watermelon I think I just have it plain. but I think probably the most bizarre thing I've ever seen someone make which is like my my uncle she has he's got a, a lovely lovely wife and I'm obsessed with her she's great but she makes things with chicken feet and I cannot stand it <laughs> I look at it and I'm like stop it I don't want to look at it I don't want to see it <laughs> but she loves it she thinks it's the best thing ever and I just can't so that is the, the most bizarre thing I've seen yeah wow that's insane. I'm just going to add a quick question yeah. in here as well. So you mentioned before about yeah. eating out. So I know because I cook at home and I like quick and easy meals as well that are full of flavor, but we find it so difficult to go out to eat. Do you guys find the same thing or do you go out to eat very often? I go out, we go out probably twice a week. Like we go out for breakfast once a week and go out for dinner once a week too. But I find it so hard to go out to eat because I'm like, I just would rather cook at home. <laughs> really bad like sometimes we're like I just really want to just all right I'll make this food but I can just make it at home <laughs> but I do like the ease of not having to clean up and just being able to order whatever I want and not have to do anything yeah do you guys have any restrictions at the moment with being able to go out no luckily we're because we're in SA we, we had a restriction the other day but it got lifted so no there's no restrictions here which is there's like the minor ones where it's like only 200 people in a restaurant now but like that's huge yeah. so Luckily, luckily, no restrictions. We are very, 
very fortunate in SA. Yeah, sure. that must be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw as well on your page that you've got, is it solar sleep? Yep, I'm obsessed with it. What is solely sleep? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So this this time last year, Mitch and I were just thinking like, you know, what else can we do? Like, what do we love? Like, because Mitch, love, Mitch loves business. He loves it so much. He loves people's behavior and or he loves to, to research. And I, and I obviously love cooking and food and I just wanted him to be able to kind of do something for himself and for his brain and for his creative juices so that he can start thinking of something. And we thought, I said to him, like, you know what, I would love to do something that is completely left field, that it's got nothing to do with food, nothing to do with cooking or cookbooks or photos or recipes or anything. Like I don't want anything. I love it so much that I want it to be my job, my passion. But when I do it every single day for hours and hours and hours a day, I just find that I lose that little bit of like spark. and. I think that's completely normal, but I just want to be able to go on to something else, think of like, you know, be completely put out of my comfort zone. And then when I go back to food, it's like really exciting again, because I really, really enjoy it. So I said to Mitch, like, let's just try something that like, you know, what do we love? And I was like, the only thing I love is having baths and going to bed and cooking. Like I was like, those two things are my favorite. And he was like, yeah, so do I. Like we actually, Mitch and I do not have that many hobbies outside of working and family so I was like you know what do we do what do we wear and I was like you know what I wear this stuff every day and I'm pointing to a jumper but like I wear this trackies comfies I get every time someone buys me a present I'm like pajamas please pajamas I love them like that's all I want my cupboard is full of pajamas I have like the most ridiculous collection just because everyone knows I love it so they buy it for me every birthday or Christmas that's what I get so I just thought like it would be so fun to design our own sleepwear range and our own comfy range and our own clothes because Mitch loves clothes and I just thought do you know what it's so out there and so left field for us that I think it will work because it's so fun and we are actually going to put our heart and soul into it and we came up with Solly, Solly which is half like of solitude which means like alone time me time like self-care all that kind of stuff so I love it I can't wait <laughs> obviously yeah, that sounds fantastic. So is there plans to launch soon or to launch the range? Yeah, so it kind of like it all kind of came to a head at the start of winter. So it kind of came in the, at the wrong time. <laughs> but we hopefully will launch within like under two months. We've just got we've got a um, designer and company on board in Sydney that they're sourcing materials and stuff for us. But I think it's even just the process of doing it is getting us really like excited and just happy and just pumped for like just business and life it's so great <laughs> yeah that's fantastic do you have a favorite sleepwear range at the moment I love some Peter Alexander like stretchy PJs they've got clouds in them I don't know what the material is I don't know what the style is but all I know is there's clouds and I wear them all the time but also other than that I love Mitch's big tees like I just wear all his gym tops but just the extra extra large ones that he has and I'm like this is perfect <laughs> yeah sleepwear has to be oversized hey? it has to be oversized and it has to be like and then I also have a couple of outfits that are just from Kmart they're not like the best quality but I still like them because they're just you just chuck them on and they're fluffy and they're just comfy like that's what I like I just wanted to feel like whenever you put something on with of Solly I just want you to feel like oh like this is comfortable I feel comfortable this is yeah I feel and like nothing tight no elastic like no tight elastic you want to feel like you're held in but 
not like squished in if that makes sense like if you want to lay down on the couch you want it to like lay down with you <laughs> so I'm being very particular with how we're doing things because I was like and I, I'm even like doing cartwheels in it in all the samples because I'm like this better stretch the way I stretch like I'm gonna it needs to move with it, me it needs to move with me absolutely like I need to yeah it's it's really fun so definitely I have some cool cool BPJs <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like it's very exciting that it's coming up. Mm. And it's nice that you've, um, I can sympathize as well with having like one thing that you do. It's nice to have like multiple buckets so you can swap and change between them Absolutely. to keep the passion. Yeah. And then it's not like I don't want to, you know, I love food so much, but I don't want to, I want people to realize that life isn't just about food. It's about wellness and socializing and being around people and building and growing. And I just, I kind of want to show people that. And I think it's great. I think it's, it's so fun. I think it's really fun. It's it's obviously scary because it's an investment, but that's also part of the fun. So, yeah. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> it does get scary. Yeah. Um, so what are your favourite self-care activities and how often do you practice these? Um, I'm probably pretty bad at this. I'm, I'm not one to um, say that I'm the best at self-care, but I do – love I love to exercise I really really enjoy getting out I do have I've got a pretty bad back injury and if I don't get out I get really um sad and mad and all that kind of stuff so and grumpy so my self-care is actually using exercise in a way that makes me feel really good so getting out outdoors just walking you know training when I can and like I said before having baths and getting into my comfies is like self-care for me because I literally just get into the bath I probably have bath like four times a week <laughs> but I have it so much I love it I just put my little phone on this like I've got my bath set up like an actual pro like I've got <laughs> like I've got this like bench that sits over my bath and I have this place my phone sits with candles on either side and my diffuser going it's great but I um I just watch a little Netflix episode that's 20 minutes and I just sit there and I just enjoy it and I don't have to I'm off socials and I just sit there and just love it so that for me self-care for sure um I should do more Bit, but I think working for me is also a little bit of self-care and fun so I guess again I'll get put into one category <laughs> yeah for sure there's so many different things that you can do for self-care and like depending on the type of person you are mm. can definitely be creativity or cooking yeah. and like even fueling the body with nutritious food is self-care absolutely like I'm not someone who can meditate I wish I absolutely wish but my I just I can't I can't sit down for too long so I'd like for me getting up and cooking and cooking for 20 people is like actually like I really enjoy it which sounds odd but I really really I get excited yeah that's fantastic <laughs> well thank you so much for having this conversation with me today oh. I look forward to your solar sleep range coming out I can't wait cannot wait I'll be so excited <laughs> but thank you for having me it was really really nice yeah, thank you. If people want to get in contact with you or if they want to follow your solar sleep journey or bear guide, where should they get in touch with you? Um, probably the best place is my Leah Itzina's Instagram. So it's just Leah Itzina's all in one word together. That's probably the best one because I've got solar sleep and bear and I basically share everything on there. So that's probably the easiest way. Thank you very much for joining me. All right, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. Check the show notes to links to information from today's conversation. And if you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at the underscore strip underscore podcast on Instagram and send through a direct message. As always, stay true to you.